see if this works. I like that music. There's music? I heard music. There's oh, maybe because I was on the YouTube channel. Oh. <laughs> I thought we got to hear the intro and I was like, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> I was like, wait, what's happening here? My headphones, <laughs> they're not working. No, that was me, my bad. All right, okay. I think we're live. I think we're we doing live. it live. Okay. All right, so hello everybody. How are we today? Doing all right, you know, Long hanging in there. Now. Beautiful uh, spring day, and we're uh, all inside. Perfect. Well, yeah. welcome <laughs> to uh, welcome to another live episode of Voice Podcast. Uh, my name is Reed, and right. I'm joined as always by beautiful, uh, Danny. Spring. Oh, sorry, I've got uh, I've got the YouTube sound on at the same time, um, and we have our guest Melissa today. Uh, Melissa, um, why don't you introduce yourself? All right. Hi, I'm Melissa. Um, I am an SLC graduate and I work in the Kingston community for Viva Productions, which is a video production company, as well as I'm the VJ for Station 14. Amazing. So how, how long have you been working at Station 14? Uh, well, I actually did my placement there. So I was at St. Lawrence in... 2018 um got my placement did the six weeks and then it just so happened that the guy that I learned from was leaving and they were like well you know how to do it do you want the job so I happily accepted and so my official start date was July 1st 2018 so I'm coming up on my two-year anniversary this nice. July nice yeah yeah and what did and you role... take at St. Lawrence um, I took, I did IMC, the one-year okay. grad program. Nice. And so was yeah. this something that you had always wanted to do, was get into journalism? Uh, it's a weird, I think so. Like in the, in the back of my head, it was always there. And it actually stemmed from um, in high school, I would read the announcements and I would get really excited if they were like, Melissa, <laughs> we need you to do the announcements. And I was like, okay, yes. I'm down. Yeah, I was like, I am ready for it. So then one morning after reading the announcements, my English teacher, who I really looked up to, was like, Melissa, your voice sounds really good over the speaker. <laughs> Thank you. He's like, you have a voice that I think people would really like to listen to. So I was like, cool, thanks. And I'd always been into drama um, and I grew up like dancing and on stage. So I, I knew that I liked entertaining and like, being in front of people. So I went to Queens for drama and film in the stage and screen program, uh, hoping to like focus on media because at Queens it's called film and media. Right. There's not a whole lot of media, I gotta say. <laughs> Mostly Kind film. of false advertising. Yeah, I, I watched a lot of weird movies instead. But <laughs> um, I got the drama experience. So then after my four years, I still was like, well, I don't want to go on and like make movies and I don't want to be a stage actor. And obviously those aren't the only two things that you can do after a, a film and drama degree. But um, I knew I still wanted to do something with like video because I learned all about that. I was like one of the first years that got to use the new 
um, uh, like space at the Isabel. So we got all the new editing suites and stuff. So that was really cool. So I was like, well, let's do one more year of school. Let's drag this out and see what happens. And I knew I wanted to stay in Kingston because I had a great group of friends and I'd really got involved in like the drama uh, community and that's where I met Reed. Um, yeah, so then I was like, well, what can I do that connects all of this? And I knew that like digital marketing and video production had kind of merged as like social media was taking over everything, right? Like if you know a little bit about a camera and use of hashtags, you could do something. So yeah. with a little bit more experience, I figured things could work out. And I'd heard about Station 14. And so I went into IMC knowing that I got a six week placement and I knew from the beginning I wanted it to be with station 14. Right okay so, so you knew like kind of what you were going in for already you had yeah. a plan and a vision you made it happen. I yeah and like it's really lucky and I really have to thank uh, the program for just having the opportunity to get people like me out into the community and doing those types of things because it's so hard to just apply and hope to get a job just right out of school so integrating school and a job it's amazing yeah, yeah that is definitely cool. probably the, like the, the top quality thing about our program is the fact that you are almost guaranteed a job right after this like your program is finished whether it's the first year or the two year or the three year yeah like yeah. just having that opportunity it's awesome um so what is sort of the um since station 14 has sort of moved to online uh, reporting um, is that sort of um, like like I guess what's the biggest difference other than it being online between other regular uh, news stations um, well I think so I think it was more about getting it to the people who wanted it immediately so there's a really quick turnover um, a lot of days I would go in film or set up my interview film edit and have it out before five o'clock the same day. So it was a quick turnover, which I'm sure it's the same kind of in the regular TV news, but it's also more accessible to people. Not, I can speak for myself and a lot of my friends, we don't have cable. Like as a right. student moving out into your own apartment, if I have Netflix and I have internet, I'm not gonna pay for a bundle of anything else because everything is now available on your phone or whatever. So. That was the biggest thing for the creator, uh, Anthony of Station 14, was just getting it accessible to everyone and making it more about the community. Um, and I think Station 14 has kind of taken a turn over the past year of being less um, of that like hard hitting news because you can get that anywhere. You could like, there's so many awesome news sources in Kingston Mm -hmm. So now Station 14 uh, is kind of taking that turn to focus more on like community and like the best of Kingston store openings when stores are open restaurants like right. we had to we've adjusted again uh, in quarantine. So it, it'll be exciting when things get back and I can go back out in the field because I haven't been just for everyone's safety. 
Right. I know that's what I like about Station 14. I've been following on Instagram, uh, you guys, for a while. And it's just kind of like you said, you know, you can get, I get the news, the like what's really, I guess, the big picture stuff, what's mm-hmm. happening around. Okay, I can, I can get that anywhere. You know, but it's those little things. It's those little community um, projects or little things that are going on that's like I may not have known of or heard of and yeah. it's boom and it's right there and it's right there as I'm scrolling as I'm going through it it's right there I look at it and I've actually um, I think you guys uh, the, were did something last year with the Oyster Fest right yeah. um, I had no idea that there was even an Oyster Fest happening and next thing you know is like you guys put it up I'm looking at it and I love oysters and I love festivals both those things <laughs> great things yeah yeah well thanks so much for saying that that's awesome to hear that like because I go out and I have fun I meet all these Kingston people and like at Oyster Fest the guy showed me how to shuck my own oyster and then I got to try a bunch of oysters so I have lots of fun doing it and it's so nice to hear that uh the other people on the other side of the screen are having or having something out of it so oh most definitely yeah (laughs) like I said you know it's like uh uh, or like, you know, I like that, that like if there's like a, something crazy happened, you know, it's like I like like in the news blotter or the police blotter. It's like, I know some crazy person did some crazy thing. You know, that's awesome to know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's good to know those things, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So cool. take us back to sort of like the beginning of COVID-19. How did this sort of affect your workspace and what, what sort of changed right away for you guys? Yeah, so. One thing I think I should mention is that as of September, my role changed from being full-time station 14, making a story at least one a day to splitting that in half to being uh, Viva Productions digital content creator. So Viva Productions and station 14 fall under uh, the same umbrella company, which is AMG, uh, Agostino Media Group which is a right. local company. So Viva Productions does video production. We've also, uh, once I got on board, because of my experience with IMC, we were able to kind of dabble in that digital marketing space and offer some package with uh, our video clients as well. Right. So if they want a, some social media management, we can offer that as well. That's great. So I was doing that and, uh, splitting my time half and half. So I was also learning how to do like executive producing or assistant directing on our commercial shoots because we were filming commercials for BMW, uh, home hardware, like all those different local companies as well. So with COVID, obviously all of our shoots came to a halt. We were like mid project for a lot of things. Obviously we can't have our actors out in the space, we can't have more than one camera guy out. So we had to uh, pause that. Station 14, we kind of said, okay, let's not go out into the field anymore. Also, people aren't going to be turning to us for news on COVID because you do have the big people like Global out there doing their thing and covering all that. Uh, So I think it was March 17th. Things like that week was kind of the week that everything changed right yeah yeah. um so it was that day that our boss was like okay we're a team of four uh five like you know we're a small team i'm gonna send you all home and you can continue to work from there so i had social media work to do 
Uh, we had some editing to do. People have still reached out for editing work. We do live streaming. So if it's possible to send one guy out, it's we do that. But mostly it's been at home. And the the switch with Station 14 was, you know, like John Krasinski doing his Some Good News. I was really inspired by that. I was like, I'm, I don't have the push that John Krasinski has, but I can still share some something. So I have made a few posts about good news that's just happening in Kingston. So like it started with one guy sharing a funny squirrel video and a lot of people got a good laugh out of that because at the time we were just scrolling and seeing scary numbers about things. And so if I could provide the people of Kingston, like the 15,000 followers we have, if I can put a funny squirrel video on your timeline and make you laugh for one second and maybe forget about the scary things that are going on, I'll do it. So that has been my approach with Station 14 is just getting good news or stories of hope and uh, just things to get your mind off. Right. Let's act, not, not get your mind off, but just a little, a little, a little distraction. Yeah, exactly. So, so what has been sort of your big motivator through this whole thing? Like, how do you find working from home? Um, as opposed to like, um, it must be nice for you to go into an office and, and get some work done. Right. And then, and then have your home life and your work life separated. But obviously for everybody, it's sort of all come into one. So how do you keep yourself? Yeah. Uh, well, we have an awesome team and I love just going in every day. Like we talk about movies or podcasts. Like we always had great things to talk about and such like funny intelligent conversations we'd always be having so I miss that I miss the team um and that's been hard because it's not the same like we have our google hangouts but you know jokes don't deliver the same way no. <laughs> especially when it's delayed right like yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like did so, you get that <laughs> <laughs> um but for me so I live in a, a basement apartment. My biggest thing about our office was it was all front window and my desk was right at the window. And that was my intake of sun because when I get home, I have two windows. You can see a little bit of light coming in right there. That's all I get. So that was the number one thing was I just felt like I, I'm literally never leaving this dungeon because yeah. I, I'm not allowed. Yeah. Like, so. Especially since it was, was so cold. It was so cold that like you couldn't go like outside yeah. and do your work at that time. Right. Right. Like I had never been so excited to like get my parka on and go on a walk. Even <laughs> though it was freezing. Like mm -hmm. I don't usually do that, but I was doing it every day just to get that little bit of outside uh, weather or like what sun, just anything that wasn't fluorescent lights that are in my basement right now yeah so that was hard to adjust to and then just being like alone well my boyfriend was not working that was hard when he wasn't working because then he was like completely didn't have a job whereas I'm still working full-time just from home but he would be at home distracting me so yeah. now he's out of the house <laughs> he's back he's He's back at work, so I find that my work is getting done a little faster, but it definitely took some adjustment. Um, just finding that routine of actually like getting up when you're supposed to get up, getting mm -hmm. dressed, 
just kind of treating it like a normal day, even though your commute is now just five steps, it's, it's still, you have to still do it and get there on time and start working. And I find that communicating with the team is also um, important. Like we have a, our producers are re really good at checking in, just seeing what we're working on, seeing if we need any help. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It's so hard. I, uh, I Were you doing team. anything? <laughs> yeah. I think, I think that's the hard part that I feel like a lot of people are definitely missing is that like, um, that other people that interaction, right? Cause you're only interacting with people that are in your house, right? Or virtual and it's not yeah. the same. No. Uh, but were you doing anything or are you still doing any uh, things, you know, kind of like to get yourself ready for the day, you know, it's like, cause it's really easy to just get up in your PJs, you know, and go to work and then just do whatever it is you need to do. So did you, or do you do anything like that? Like, you know, like you do your hair, you know, you do some makeup, put on some nice clothes, like you are going to the office or do you uh, just kind of like, oh, you know what? I'm just gonna, you know, wake up and go to my computer. There are some days that it is still just, you know what? I don't feel like going like from one pair of comfy pants to another pair of comfy pants. I stay in my first pair and I just get to work. Like I make coffee, uh, eat some breakfast and then, get working, like roll out of bed and walk in. Um, but I do find I am a bit more productive when I put, even if it's just like, like I said, another pair of leggings or track pants, like just something different. Mm -hmm. Brush my hair, brush my teeth. I haven't worn makeup. This video call is like the first time in since two months that I've put makeup on. So thank you for giving me that opportunity. <laughs> it feels nice. It's been a nice break for like your skin and everything, but it also, there's something about feeling a little bit more put together, but yeah, it's just, you can't force yourself every day. Like we have to remember that we're going through something really hard mm -hmm. and it's not normal and it's not, you, you shouldn't be expected to wake up every day and treat every day like it's normal because we're not living normal times. Um, yeah. And it's okay to take that break. It's okay to say, I can't, I need to just indulge in my laziness or my woefulness um, and, and wallow for a bit because you need to, this is, yeah. this is so weird. And for everyone and everyone is feeling it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's sort of, that was one of the topics that we brought up in one of our other podcasts is, um, there was a sort of a sense in the beginning of like, oh, well, since I'm not a frontline worker, I shouldn't have to feel like uh, grief or anything going on because I'm not risking my life right now going, going out mm -hmm. um, interacting with people. But at, at the end of the day, we're all experiencing this together. Like everyone is hurting in some kind of way, or even yeah. if you're privileged or not very privileged, obviously some people have it worse than others, um, but we're all dealing with something in some kind of way. So exactly. um, it is kind of nice to kind of take that time to, to realize that like there are some problems that you're facing. Um, I want to go, there's a question in the um, YouTube chat. Um, so uh, how did Melissa differentiate herself from the rest of her graduating class to land a great job? What does she recommend to graduates to stand out? Okay, so great question. Um, I, I think this is the biggest piece of advice that I got and it is show them that you're worth it. Like create a 
space that only you can fill. And then when it comes time for the placement or whatever it is to be over, like do the work so that when you're leaving, they're like, well, no, we, we now need you. <laughs> I like, I, that's a hard thing to just say and then do, but you'll be able, like, if you put in your work and you bring your, your individuality to it and your uniqueness and your enthusiasm and uh, like make them miss you if you're gone. <laughs> right. And, and um, you did that right away when you were t doing your placement. Well, I, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> well, you ended up with the job, so you must have done something right. Yeah. yeah, or they were just like, oh, man, this girl's annoying. I guess we should just shut her up and give her the job already. <laughs> no. Either way, like it they worked. They were very nice. Yeah. Um, another thing was that I started, so placements for IMC anyway, I know they're different for each program, but ours didn't start till April. And this was the end of class. We didn't have to check in again. We just went and then it was the end of the year. I had actually started volunteering, volunteering, like, I don't know if it's volunteering, but I wasn't being paid, but I would go into the station 14 office um, a few hours every week. And I started to learn just on my own time. So I would look at my school schedule. I was also working at Lone Star at the time. So I would see when I had free time and I would drive out to our office and uh, both Chloe and Jake, who I was learning from, were very open to having me there, um, even just to, to hold the camera or check the sound. It was just things get, getting me used to being out on the field. And uh, I talked to Kathy and I was like, this is what I'm doing. And she was like, that's great. You know, you're even more, you're putting yourself out there even more. And um, I think that really showed like your commitment, my commitment, um, and, and your willingness to, you know, I was on my own free time going out there because I wanted to learn. And then I'd learned so much on my own time that the first day of my actual placement, I had my own story. I went out and filmed it myself. And, and I, so that meant that my whole six weeks was actually working, not learning. Yeah. So I would say do everything you can to set yourself up for a successful placement so that you're not wasting, not wasting, but um, you're not spending Utilizing. time. Yeah. Yeah. So the first, so that you can get right into it. And yeah. because that's what placements are, is testing out jobs and seeing right. what you like and what you don't like. And if you're just learning through half of it and some, some companies aren't going to be as willing. Like I had a super, awesome opportunity to go in and they were okay with it. Um, I had a car, so I was able to get myself out there. Some people don't have those opportunities, but totally. see what your opportunities are and take advantage of them and see what, what you're able to do and what you're able to learn. Yeah. But, and, but I think, the, but the biggest thing from that is that you had the motivation to go out in your own time and, and to learn. And, and you had, you had sort of that, that fire to get out there and on your own time to yeah. get better and to and just to to learn a lot more from the organization, which is that's it's it's pretty rare actually. I find to see yeah, students. I think so too, and yeah. especially because like you said that you were also like you went in like knowing it's like you know what I want station fourteen. I, I'm coming here because this is what I want to do, mm -hmm. right? So you had that already. So you visualized it and then you made it happen. Yeah, and I am lucky that I knew exactly what I wanted, whereas 
I was learning about all these different companies that offered placements. And at the time I already knew what I wanted, but if I were just, and especially I was, I already had four years of living in Kingston behind me. I had friends who came in from like, she, uh, my one really good friend was at Ryerson Free University. So when she came to Kingston to SLC, she didn't know about any of the companies. Yeah. She still, she had to learn and see where she fell, like where her interest fell and what companies supported that. And, uh, and also depending on how big the company is, you can't really, I don't know if you can go volunteer at certain companies, but at station 14, they let, they let it happen. So everything just kind of lined up that I was able to take those opportunities. And I did, uh, I think, I think that honestly is why I remember even in my hiring interview when the, the boss aunt, uh, offered me the job, he was like, well, since December, you've showed that you want to be here. So we, we want you here right? because you showed that you want to be here. Right. Well, that's, that's very cool. Um, are you able to share with us on um, some, some projects that you guys are working on currently? Like Station 14 or Viva? Station 14 or Viva or like any anything. Or you, anything yeah. kind of happening, yeah. <laughs> well, I think I personally have taken advantage of every like uh, stereotypical quarantine project. I've tie-dyed every white thing I own. I dyed my hair pink. You know, I'm just doing all the things that you do when you're bored. So that's been fun. If anyone wants to do that, reach out. I'll give you my tips. <laughs> <laughs> Not the tips of your hair. Not the tips of my hair. I want these, but okay. my tips for blonde tips um, <laughs> or pink tips. Sorry. Not blonde. <laughs> um, so station 14, our biggest thing right now is good news stories. I want to share all the good news. If you had a, had a scare during COVID and you are now on the other side, reach out to me. We can do a, a call. We can do a Zoom call now that I know how to use Zoom. Um, <laughs> if, if you saw a squirrel do something funny, again, send it to me. I want to share it with everyone. I just want to keep sharing this good news. If you're a store that's opening uh, and you want to talk to me about it, please let me know. I'd be happy to do a safe. I think now that the we're kind of doing the rollout of opening again, I think that I would feel comfortable going back out into the field. So anyone who wants to reach out and get a story, I'm here, I'm all ears. Right. Um, yeah. And then with Viva, I don't know. We're, I'm not really on the like project management side. Okay. I do more the digital marketing. So um, we're just keep on rolling with the clients we have and uh yeah i i'm excited to hopefully get back out there and do some more video we are um a live streaming um we, we are able to do live streaming so if you have any events or anything that you need live streaming for then you can reach out we'd be happy to do it so yeah Awesome. And so you, you guys, one of the things that came out, I guess, during the pandemic, you, you guys just uh, created a music video. Um, how hands-on were you with that? Yeah, so I was the APAD, so assistant producer, assistant director. Um, it was really cool. Uh, Yannick works with Viva Productions, and then he also is a musician. So we were like, well, let's uh, produce one of your music videos. 
So it was really cool to see the whole thing from start to finish and be able to work with the artist uh, so intensely. I think we all had a fun time kind of like ch changing different roles because Yannick was no longer going to be working as like, he usually did like video, um, like camera uh, operation, but he wasn't gonna be doing that because he was now the musician. So everyone kind of had to adjust into these new roles where we were filling the gap so that Yannick could be doing his own thing and we would all be doing our own thing. So I got to learn a lot about um, like just being on set. It was a really heavy like storyboard. And like, I think it was like a 72 uh, shot storyboard. Right now. So huge. Yeah. <laughs> and just, um, I was in charge of, making sure everything kind of like matched up. I'm forgetting the word for it, but you know, when like TV shows, oh, continuity. continuity? Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. So I was given that responsibility, which was scary, but fun. So I have a lot of pictures of like actors, their outfits, because I had to keep track of all that. Um, and it's just, I also, I'm still learning all the Viva stuff, all the video production side of things, but it's been really cool. And also in, quarantine I've been given the opportunity to do some editing whereas editing was not my strong suit um I do all the editing for station 14 but it's obviously not the same level of uh intensity that some of these bigger video production projects have so I've been getting to test my skills with that in quarantine which I'm really thankful for and I hope to uh keep editing in the in the future when things What's go back up? to whatever normal is yes yeah. Yeah, so we so usually that kind of segues into like our last couple of questions. We ask everyone, what's the one thing that you're really excited? What's the what's the first thing that you're gonna do once all the restrictions have been up, uplifted? Ah, uh, I don't even know. Like, there's so <laughs> there's so much. Probably like hug everyone that I know <laughs> if I'm allowed, if they let me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, like, will, no, will just anyone? Go up to them. Ah, surprise hug. Yeah, but like you have to think. Will will hugging be the same like yeah. there's just so many questions um I know but well my everything went back to normal okay if it went back to to normal normal yeah I'd go around hug a lot of people catch up with them have like patio drinks because that was the time and there's no patios to go hang out on um our trip to Cuba did get canceled in oh, no. the pandemic which I know is like there's so much worse things happening and you know I could I'm lucky that that's all I've had to deal with right but I'd probably schedule a trip yeah, yeah. <laughs> most definitely Absolutely. yeah I'm on the same boat right there yeah yeah well Melissa thank you for joining us um and uh thank you for spreading the good news and so where where can re people reach you on on your instagram or email or and through station 14 uh, like how, how can we contact you yeah so my personal instagram which i'm um always active on is at melpa toast like melba toast the cracker but with a p um you can reach me there you can follow station 14 at station 14 kingston or Viva Productions, at Viva Productions. Those are all on Instagram. We're also on Facebook, Station 14 Kingston, Viva Productions. Um, and my email is melissa at station14.ca. And that's where 
I would love to see all your good news stories be sent to me and uh, then we can go from there. So. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, Melissa, for joining us. And yeah, um, thank you. Yeah. Well, thanks we'll... for having me. This is so fun. Yeah, it's so it's nice to talk to people. <laughs> <laughs> this is why it I is. love doing this. Exactly. Yeah, this is awesome. Congrats, guys, on keeping this going throughout. Well, thank you. It's really yeah, awesome. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. Take care. All right.